Hey, mate. I wasn't calling for anything important. I was just calling to ask, if you went into quarantine with one celebrity, which celebrity would you want to go into quarantine with? Because I've been thinking long and hard, and I reckon I'd go with Gino De Campio, because at the moment I have got a real hankering for a carbonara that only Gino could fulfil. Mate, it's been a long time. Um, yeah, Gino De Campo, good choice. I'd probably say Peter Andre because he's got a voice of an angel, and I'm not afraid to say it. Um, speak to you soon. Speak to you in a bit. See ya. Bye. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the, the unprofessional. Professionals. professionals that's hard to do over the internet actually it is actually isn't it it's hard um, to do in person it is it's both hard to do um hello welcome back this is the third episode oh it's been a, it's been a long wait hasn't it rach it's been almost six months mate six months that's Just quite embarrassing it's embarrassing but we've got good reason we've got good reason um, if you don't know who we are, I'm Emily Brooks, formerly of Baker and Brooks. Um, I'm a camera operator in the big schmog, um, fairly new at the old job, um, working at the BBC. Uh, and Rach, do you want to introduce yourself? Absolutely. I'm Rachel Baker. I wouldn't say formerly of Baker and Brooks. I'd say currently still oh, yes, part of Baker and Brooks. Always and forever. Yeah. There we go, exactly. And I am um, in my final year of university, due to finish on the 17th of August. But I'm, I'm keen on, on a bit of comedy and uh, media and radio. That's a bit of me. That is a bit of you. So this podcast, we're just going to take you through the, the, the trip-ups, the tales, the, the triumphs, hopefully, of, of us navigating the creative industry um if you haven't listened before there's two other episodes you can listen back to um well it's you know what we like we, we like to have fun here don't we Rach? We, like oh, we do and and those last two episodes were got two five star uh ratings on apple Podcasts. so I'm really we've I, got a great track record i can put that on my cv as well now yeah I, I was so happy about that i had no idea about it and i saw someone said they cried on the bus i hope it was out of laughter and not pain uh rage yeah i've got a question for you oh go on then yeah where the bleeding hell have you been well i'd say the last few months have maybe been a quite bit stressful uh, for everyone um but a few things other than the pandemic um back in back in january there were rumors of strikes at university and then those happened so we had four weeks off of teaching which is which is a load of fun and games if you're in your first and second year because you know you get to go to drayton manor for the day but instead um i was in final year so it's actually quite stressful because there was no teaching and a lot of essays so after that well, it's actually during this period, um, I was working at placement. I do a lovely little placement at this nice arts and science festival. And and I, I got this text from a housemate saying um, the, the, the fire brigade have knocked down our front door. It was on the group chat, so it was from a landlord. And, and I was thinking, oh, it can't be that bad at all. But actually, no, it was uh, the house burnt down. 
Yeah. Um, the the top two rooms were pretty bad, so that's my two lovely housemates. And then, um, well, in that situation, the thing is, is you really shouldn't laugh and joke. But the only thing I can do is laugh and joke. So I was making a load of jokes that day about, you know, not, not having to pay for the blue tack stains on the wall or liking the smell of smoke. And um, But from it did stem a stand-up set. And the, 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 the things I saved in the fire were two red peppers and some double cream on the first day when we were allowed to go in for 10 minutes. Obviously, I grabbed my laptop as well, but I would just like to state that I also saved those items. Um, and I did a stand-up set about it. But the thing is, is people always think stand-ups are lying. So a lot of people thought that that was a fake story. But it wasn't fake news. It was actually true. So then we moved in here and two weeks after that, global pandemic. So really, it's been quite the tw- year 2020. It's been a wild ride. Right, 2020. It's been like a ride at Trayton Manor. I'm not going to lie. People people have been dealing with a pandemic. But I yeah. would say you, you've topped them. You've had a house fire. You've had the uni strikes. And then actually the pandemic probably is the least of your worries. <laughs> Well, I would say it's been a worry. It has been a worry, but uh, it, it, it's been one of them. But you know what? It's okay. Um, I've learned that in any interview, now I have a, a story to tell when they say, what challenges have you faced? And I just sit and I just get my big diary out of 2020 and go, you can have a little read of this, mate. Mate, that must have been it, mate. It must have been so hard. It was it was something off of the TV channel Challenge 24, let me tell you. But it was a crazy ride. Where, where have you been, mate? Oh, mate, I've been just, you know, here. Um, I thought, I'm not going to lie, I thought, crikey. I've only been um, working as a camera operator for five months properly. I was an apprentice before, so probably about five, six months. Do you know what? If I never get to work on anything again, I've worked on the biggest news story, Brexit, in in the in, mm-hmm. of my lifetime. Oh, I did not know what was coming, Rachel Baker. So I worked with the old political editor, and now I'm working with the health editor on the coronavirus story. So I've been going out since probably about March, I'd say, out um, with with the health editor with with the another camera operator and uh we're we're putting packages together we're, we're filming obviously there's a lot of changes you've got the two meter rule um you've got a lot of a lot of different ways that we've been doing stuff and it's been hard you know i've missed my family you know i like everyone but i'm very fortunate to be in my job and not be furloughed because it's been keeping me sane and also career-wise, that's been absolutely mad. Brexit and and the pandemic. I mean, awful for the for the world, but really, for your CV, could it could it have gone any better? Oh, I'm not gonna lie, right? It's bloody great. Oh, I bet. No, but that is actually that is crazy, and you've been working real hard. The other day when we had a a little um. FaceTime, you were in the BBC office saying that, I don't know which BBC presenter it was, but someone waved at you. And I was just about to chop up a banana. (laughs) 
So really, we're like, very different experiences at the moment. I do. I think that's lovely. similar. I do get a thrill when I chop up a nice banana, especially when it's on green, kind of yellowy green, and you've just yeah, caught it. Fave. You've caught it at mm-hmm. the right moment, and you're like, oh yes, this is going to be. Yeah, I, can, I I hate the ones with the brown spots, but lots of people like it. No, hate that. I think yeah, the texture too. of that is probably horrible. I, I do. I completely agree with you. Is it worth it? Let me work it. Put me down, don't you get ever first it? Yeah, down the get down, down. Yes. That's right. It's that part of the show that everyone loves. It's work in progress. Hence the work it. <laughs> this is the part of the uh, podcast. We talk about something that is um, very traditional in the uh, creative industry. So last, I think last episode we talked about interviews. I think maybe previous it was networking. Um, this time we're talking about, it's quite new, up and coming. They're called Zoom calls. Zoom, 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 Zoom. I want you in my Zoom. No room. Um I'm guessing we've both had to do quite a lot of these recently. Yeah, definitely. And all oh, they've had their fair share of interesting moments. Mm. And I think yours have as well, actually. I've, I've definitely seen yours have. So um, we thought we'd we'd share the the, the, the current Zoom uh, culture that's, that's nowadays. Because, you know, God knows how long we'll be using Zoom for. I can imagine after this, Zoom will still be used a lot more than it ever was before. Mate, I, I never... I never even heard of Zoom before. No, me neither. March. It's fantastic. I mean, it's got its downfalls that we'll talk about, but it is it is a it is a cracking software, and it's actually user error when I say it's got its downfalls. It's all because of me. And, Issues. Yeah. And mm-hmm. me. So, Rach, what have you been using? What have you been using the old Zoom for? So I've been using them, obviously you have the Zoom quizzes, and for Zoom quizzes it's funny, isn't it, when you set your name and you change your background, and all your friends think, oh, that's hilarious. However, it's become a bit of a habit, I've done it twice now, once with a with a, a mentor who just, just helps me general uni stuff, so it wasn't that much uh, of embarrassment, like, she's not necessarily uh, an academic mentor, so I felt a little bit... Um, you know, it was a bit silly, but it was fine. I changed the name quick. However, I had a um, meeting with uh, a mentor for writing because I'm doing this um, scheme at the moment called uh, Rural Media um, New, New Creatives. And I, I wrote a piece and it got chosen to be on um, a BBC platform next year. Well done, Rachel. So, uh, oh, thank you very, very much, proud. mate. That's very sweet. And um, I uh, had my first meeting with the mentor and, and I wanted to impress her so much. She's a lovely um, lady. We obviously, I haven't spoken to her yet, but from what I could see, she had so many comedy credits in writing on some shows that I've loved for a very long time. So it was it was Im- imperative that I uh, impressed her. So I got on the Zoom and um, I, I'd forgotten to change my Zoom name and my background. So you see the background before you go on the chat. And the background was a, a photo of me kissing the cheek of Pavarotti at Madame Tussauds when I was 12 years old. So I thought, well, we quickly changed that. Okay, because so she didn't see that. So I was feeling great that I quickly changed it. I was feeling a bit bit shaky from that. Then when you join a Zoom call, before you see the, the, the person, it comes up with um, the name. So mm. on the black screen was just the name Big Titty One. 
and because I was panicking that she Hang could on, Rach, see... what, what was it again? It was um, Big Titty One, as in Big Tits. Uh, and because I was panicking that she could see this on her screen, I, I didn't, I didn't um, click uh, video or audio. So she, it was just on her screen, and I was apologising without her hearing. And obviously, then I came on the chat, and um, as soon as I was on there, I changed it to Rach Baker. But thank goodness she's a comedy writer because she found she did find it funny, and I'm so happy she did. But she did think it was. Some, she said that she thought she was being hacked by by some inappropriate person. Um, but the thing is, is I don't even have big tits. I think she'll probably kind of rate the the boldness of it, um, the boldness of Big Titty One. Well, I hope so. I mean, it's not she won't forget me. But the thing is, is I'd made the mistake before, and I always make the same mistake twice. I tend to do it with everything. Luckily, I haven't missed another exam, which I did do in first year. Um, but uh, I tend to always do it. And I made a tweet even being like, "Big Titty One was funny until I had my mental meeting," and then it happened again. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. That was a classic unprofessional professional moment. Mate, that's what this podcast is, is. all about. Thank God you're on today, Rach, to talk about this because it just fits so well with our brand. No, that that is true. And when things like that happen, I always think, "Oh, well, that's that's a good story. At least that's a good stand-up set." But then, um, uh, the thing is, is a lot of a lot of people say, you know, com- comedians lie a lot, which they do. But the thing is, is I don't have to lie that much because genuinely that. This awful stuff does happen to me uh, on a regular basis that I have enough to write in a set every two months or something. Hey, this is the issue with Zoom. It's very like, you've got to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to, you've, you've just got to know. I don't know though. Did you know how to change your name before you go on the Zoom call? Because that's what I don't, I don't know how to do that. Well, Rach, I've got a good story about Zoom names as well. What a, yeah, you do. What and a good I, this theme. is is a great it is a great story. Um, th- thank God I don't really change my name that often for Zoom quizzes, and when I do, I'm always very wary that I've got to use the same laptop to go into work, and mm-hmm. potentially use with various different journalists while they talk to different interviewers, interviewees, and so I'm always pretty like I've especially at the start of the pandemic, I was very hot on, you know, I've, I've, I went for the classic Rachel, you know me, Professor Quiz Witty. And, um, I don't get Quiz Witty. You know, you know, the professor, you know, Professor Chris Witty. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, mate. But no, no, Look don't worry. Um, yeah, okay, sorry, but that's my fault. But yeah, I always like to ch- like change my name, you know, for the, for the fun of it. We don't mm. get much entertainment. Then change it back. And so I went in with Emily Brooks on the screen, ready for the Zoom record. Um, and I was that day I was working to the desk, which means mm-hmm. I do different jobs for different people um, the whole day. They kind of, like, call me up and say, right, Emily, you, you need to record the... Um, you need to record a Zoom and get some cutaways, so get some of them asking the questions to them. So... Mm-hmm. We've got another element to our job now. We've got the Zoom element, and you've always got to record that. Mm-hmm. And this is about, I think this story was about a guy that couldn't go to the dentist and was talking about how he had to pull his own teeth out. And it was with a, with a journalist, and I it was the like last job of the day, and I screen recorded the whole screen, 
sent it in, everything was fine, everything was hunky-dory. Um, the next day, um, I get a message on my Instagram from someone I don't, don't speak to that often. Um, they're saying, I think I saw your name on BBC News. And I was like, really? I was, they were like, yeah, um, Emily Brooks was on the screen for BBC News. And I was like, what? So I had to look up BBC Breakfast and lo and behold, they had not blurred my name out. And on BBC Breakfast, it was saying Emily Brooks. And because it was such a great story, great bloke, he absolutely, he was getting very upset but he, he had a bit of cheeky chappiness about him you'll see the picture if you um go to our instagram because i reckon we'll put it put it up there oh definitely but we'll put it up. um yeah cheeky chappy just talking about how he got his tooth out and then in the corner you've got the journalist <laughs> with emily brooks underneath it and yeah it's a great story so they played it continuously throughout the whole day on the bbc news channel it was like rolling news wasn't it yeah that's so funny mm. oh that's the, it's the best because it wasn't just you weren't on there for for that one interview BBC News 24 going wild with that interview mate they were mate all day well that is that's the best that is a great story though I was also You've hoping been for all a, over the news Rachel I'm not gonna lie I was hoping for a couple more Instagram followers but um no didn't happen I should have put my Instagram handle on there yeah, you should have done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what from that. Yeah, they would have gone. Or they just probably thought, hmm, that bloke's called Emily. Yeah. I mean, well, they could have blurred it out if they really wanted to. But Yeah, I don't think it was any biggie. It's just that I bet your mum loved that as my well. My mum, I think my mum was laughing so much that she cried. Did she really? Don't quote me on that, but she <laughs> I had... need to tell my mum this Apparently, story Apparently, so. it made her day. So, Zoom is a absolute treat but also a treat that you've got to not have every day of the week because sometimes you get it wrong. Yeah, you do. But that's like every technology. Well, especially with me, I don't, I'm not particularly technological. However, I am currently wearing a headset mic and I, I feel like Brittany on her you 2007 have, tour of um, Circus. You have something. Was it 2007 Circus came out? Or maybe it was 2008. No. But that is what I, I'm, I'm vibing at the moment. It's great. It's either that or I'm a PPI salesman. But I love it. On a more serious note then, uh, obviously the Zoom has been a fantastic part of, of recent technological advances during this pandemic. But um, are, are you wary? Well, obviously you're wary, but what, what are you most worried about after this in terms of it affecting the uh, industry you're a part of and um, I don't know just changes that you think will continue on past the worst of this well I don't I I I will say this most days when I go into work but well I'm in an, an incredibly lucky I don't want to go all you know, like a bit wet on you, or a bit, you know. No, but soft. but you are. It's, it's a great. It's a. It's a. Thank goodness you're in that position. But yeah, I I'm very very grateful. I'm in the position I am in, and I've got a staff job, and they actually do need to use me every day, mm-hmm. um, because I know a lot of freelance people that work in TV or that are that just have had to struggle to get by. Have to had to use grants and had to fight to get the furlough scheme or um but i 
the the BBC have already said that they're they're kind of freezing recruitment right now. We've, we've got to save another load of money, and it's just. I mean, it's it's not going to be too hard, but it's just gonna. It's probably going to take me a longer time to move anywhere if I wanted to move up or across or wherever because there won't be as many opportunities. But I have to say, I. I'm very lucky and I'm still doing what I love each day. So, Rach, I'll, I'll have to t- turn the tables mm-hmm. and and ask you the same thing. What do you... Well, of course, so thank goodness you do have a staff job because that's actually such a fantastic position to be in because you know that well, you have been needed throughout all of this and that will also, um, well, you'll continue after. Um, and that is actually... That's a stellar position. I didn't know that they were freezing uh, recruitment. That is mad. Um, yeah, no, I am quite concerned, I say, because my 2020 plan was let's finish university, been a long slog, definitely uh, found it very hard mentally. And um, I was looking forward to thriving because I do think I'm a lot better at, at uh, practical work that, than um, academic work. And that mm. seems to have been the way in a lot of the... Um, the modules I've done that have been practical you can definitely see that but however I was I was due I was going to go for some internships in Birmingham um, the ones that they run each year rolling for grads and unfortunately there's a big question mark above those but um, I'm hoping that there will be something like that in its place uh, I'm concerned about housing because obviously I'm moving out of here due to end the tenancy at the end of June but a lot of people are are either can't no longer afford to live in Birmingham or are concerned about um moving but not being able to get a job but I know for a fact that I, I need to be here mate sorry just if people don't know you you go to Birmingham University I do I do indeed go to Birmingham University and my plan is to stay here because I've I, over the last few years have gained a few contacts in the arts industry just through volunteering roles or internships and they're ones I want to continue to um, uh, nurture and develop my relationships with certain people or organisations that I've enjoyed working for etc but the thing is is I do think that there's going to be a lot more volunteering for me to do which is which is good and fine but um, uh, it's been a lot easier throughout university to do that kind of stuff although that has come to um well you know that has definitely had effect on my degree not that I haven't been working hard just in terms of stress levels but I am concerned that that will continue on for quite a while and uh, I love volunteering but it's um oh it's just hard when when you've been getting a, a student grant so obviously you can afford to do that but now I'll be needing to pay my own rent without any help of student grant or um bursary so I think it will have a big effect, especially in in Birmingham. Um, obviously, it will have it well, nationwide, but I think but Birmingham's had a a lot of cuts to the arts industry anyway, um, with the local arts centre having an eighty percent cut over the last five years, which is mad. Mm. So I do do have lots of worries about where that will lead, but everyone's in that position. So I think hopefully, if there's some sort of art network if we can keep going because there's a lot of people in Birmingham who um, 
I know who are, are in the same position as me. So I think just keep keep talking to them and keep helping out. It's really nice when I see on Twitter and that when people have sent me opportunities or things that they think I might be interested in and vice versa. And I think just doing that to a mad level and continuing to just think, oh, who would be interested in that? That's not for me, but someone will might be able to go for that and um, whether it's get the internship or get the job. So I'm hoping that people continue to do that. Yeah, it will be an interesting time. I think the next six months are going to be very, very hard, and they would be hard anyway because I'm a, I'm a grad. And but with this, uh, the 2020 grads are actually mad. Yeah, uh, what what a way to leave! No, no graduation in summer, uh, no grad ball. However, graduation in March, and everyone loves a March party. You know what they say about March parties? You what march forward, and you. Don't look back. Yeah, that, that is good. Whoa. That's really good. Mate, put I that on a t-shirt and put it in Primark. That, that's my caption. That's my, that's, that would be my caption. Um, I'm sorry, th- when you, did you, were you hearing the ice cream van going past when you were? No, no, that? I didn't. Oh, mate, Mr. Whippy was having did a right old time outside. Can, can I say so? Because a lot of people might have been watching it during this time. You know, normal people, when he yeah. gets her an ice cream, this isn't ruining anything unless you'll be really offended what ice cream he gets her. And he comes back with two rockets, and I just think, what? What a rubbish lolly to come back with. If you're going to the ice cream van, you're going to get a Mr. Whippy, not a rocket, which you can get six for an Audi. For I know. a pound. I really know. winds me up. And she only eats half of it, and then she leaves it on the floor, and they don't revisit it again. And I just think, that's going to be a massive puddle on the floor of stickiness. Yeah, I know. In a bin. I, I do think they used it, you know as a as a, a, a story oh, I don't know what's symbolic well, a, what a I'm symbol saying is maybe. it's a waste it's a waste of the best bit which is the pineapple bit at the bottom so I'm sorry Marianne finish that lolly <laughs> anyway that was a bit of a tangent there mate um all I've got to say about it um people kind of looking to the future is you just I know positivity doesn't pay your rent Mm, it but doesn't it helps keep you optimistic and doing things like this Rach having a little little podcast now and then it keep, keeps your brain ticking it keeps you, you, your ideas flowing and hopefully there'll be a resurgence because people have spent a lot of time cooped up and they want to go see stuff and they want to listen to stuff and they want to just listen to people's stories do you know what I mean? No, I completely agree. I really hope that's the case and that people continue to be as creative and excited about creative endeavours outside of this. Um, mm. Because well, they're, they're, they're the theatres and cinemas, etc., they, they really need it. This is the part of the show where we uh, tell each other a tale. Tell us a In- tale. Tell us a tale. Would you tale. like to tell your tale first, uh, should, Emily? Shall I tell a tale? Yeah. And when I, I say hear a tale. when I say te- a tell a tale, that sounds like we're lying. These are all facts, not fake. Um, so, I, I I'll tell you this tale. So at work, I've been getting um, they've been paying for my taxis in and out because they don't want me to go on public transport, which is very nice. And I'm having a lovely little ride in. We go past Westminster. I have a nice album on. Oh, it's 
lovely. How long's the journey in from Ballin? Um, do you know what? Recently it's getting longer because traffic's building up, but it's yeah. probably about half an hour, I'd say. 25 well, minutes, nice. maybe. That's a, good, that's a good amount of time, so carry on, carry on. Um, so I think it was one of the first couple of days I was getting a taxi in. I got a taxi back, and I booked my taxi, and I saw, I saw this guy's name's called Rob. And I was like, oh, Rob, I can't wait. And this was a day I was feeling quite chatty. Chatty Cathy was out to play. <laughs> and so I got into the taxi, and the first thing I noticed from of the taxi is... He, there's an advertisement, homemade, about um, Rob the Magician for your weddings, bar mitzvahs, birthdays, anything. I didn't mention this to him because I wanted him to bring up the fact that he was a magician. But we, you know, we're having a chat, um, talking about how craziest, crazy as this pandemic is and how he was going to paint his uh, spare bedroom at the weekend. And um, he, eventually, like he, I thought he would, bring up that he does magic. Um, on the side told me all about you know he wanted to get he only got into it five years ago because he he got into it because you know he was waiting for his missus you know what they're like those are his exact exact words <laughs> and uh, he saw a uh, he saw an advert in the local newspaper because he's read about everything you know cats stuck up trees and then he saw an advertisement for magic and he thought oh, i didn't realize you could learn that I didn't know you could do that in high school. I know, exactly. Me neither. I, I, I was learning a lot on this taxi ride, actually. Um, so he was like, talk to his missus about it. That's what he called her, missus. And uh, he, she was like, I think you should go for it, Rob. So, um, yeah, he was telling me about that story. And um, suddenly he turns around whilst he's driving. Wouldn't recommend this. And um, he, he's talking to me about a trick he does. Suddenly... He, Pulls a sponge, small rabbit, out of his ear whilst he's driving. Wait, so what, the inside of his ear? Well, yeah, what looks like it. You know, I don't want to reveal reveal his tricks, but... um, No, but wait, so are you talking about the inner bit where you can put a swab in, or are you talking about behind the ear? Oh, behind, yes. Oh, okay, I was going to say, that is is crazy. You shove one of the little sponge rabbit in there. And obviously, Um, I'm I'm very enthusiastic, um... And I, I'm like, whoa, Rob, I was not expecting that. But in my mind, I'm like, keep your eyes on the road, Rob. This is great, yeah, yeah. but I don't want yeah. to crash. <laughs> um, and then um, I, I'm very enthused. And he obviously like, well, she wants more. She wants more. So this is why we're still driving. He gets out a whole deck of cards and um, asks me to pick one. And subsequently does um, a whole magic trick whilst we're in the car Um and which I'm thrilled about, but I think he did get a bit wrong. Get it a bit wrong, but I just went along with it. And um, wait, wait, but so in one hand he's holding the cards, and the other on the wheel. He's driving. Wow. So and I left Rob with a spring in my step that day. I said, Rob, it's been an absolute pleasure. You've really brightened up my day. Um, good luck for the future. And if I ever want a medi- mediocre magician. I will ring Aww. you. I'm so joking. Mediocre. He's got a rabbit in his a- ear. Above average. Um, he's got the charm. I think half of it's yeah. the charm. No, I think you're right. I, I think that sounds like the best taxi ride ever, especially now. That's something that's really nice. Right. He was he was an absolute London geezer as well. He was a boyo. I'll tell you now. He... What was he? Oh, sorry. Carry on, mate. No, no, no. You carry on. I was just 
I was just going to say, what, what was what was he listening to on the radio? Um, oh, I think I know where this is going, right? Yeah, what, what was it? Was it Magic FM? <laughs> it's a kind of magic. magic. Yeah, so, I mean, it but... really brightened up my day. It was like a magic show and a taxi ride in one, where I thought I was going to die, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Rach, so that was mm-hmm. my tale. Can you please... Tell me a tale. To tell you a tale. Well, see, that mine is, I'd say, is it is it related to work? I suppose, in a way. I've got my dissertation to write at the moment, and I've also got another essay, and I've been working along with that, but you know what you need. You need a bit of brightness. And at the beginning of this pandemic, I thought, hey, let's utilise this time to get ahead of my essays, to complete um, a new CV and update all of my work, perhaps plan a bit more for uh, next year and instead I downloaded a video called Healy Tricks and I got out my Healy's and I started using them on the daily um, and uh, I, I think I got to about day 9, day 10 where I was doing a new trick each day and then suddenly I just dropped them. I didn't I didn't touch my Healy's for a month what? and I was gutted every day because I was seeing them stare at me and I was thinking... I've let I've let myself down. I've let the people who watch these videos down, and most of all, I've let the Healy's down. Um, and due to lots of requests being like, "Where are these Healy videos?" And when I say lots of requests, I do mean my one friend Will Castle saying, "Where have the Healy videos gone?" I I like the Healy videos, but I just don't announce it. I think. Really? What you don't? Did you did you like them? Oh, I loved them. Yeah. Okay, great. Because I actually got, and I don't mean to toot my own hoop, um, but I got so sick on the Heelys, and usually I'm quite humble, but I wasn't about that. Like, honestly, I think I'm the best Heelier in Sully Oak. I could go backwards. I could do this like ice skating thing. I could do one legged Heely. I would back you on that claim. Cause, Thank you, because yeah. no one's here at the moment as well, where I am. So really, I must be. And if I'm not, then I'd be highly disappointed. So um, then last night, I thought, no, no, I can't. I can't keep on like this. Like, I, I've, I need to I need to let my creative Healy juices flow. So um, uh, my boyfriend and I spent three hours making a feature-length Healy video about how I refound them again. And um, how I've let them go to Mika's happy ending. You know Mika? Oh, yeah, Mika. Mika. Yeah, similar uh, ilk to Dido, I think. Do you think? Well, I think it's because they kind of have the similar name, don't they? Mika, Dido. Dido. Chico. Chico. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Mika is the best out of the three. That's quite rude. I've seen seen Dido live as well. Um, Lovely performer interesting dance but Mika however he puts on a party and Happy Endings a very emotional song but I can't say that it really solidified that my boyfriend and I should never do anything creatively together because I can't believe how seriously he he took the creating the video he wants to be a director and he currently works in um as a runner on some tv shows uh and everything I was like let's just get take a video of the Heelys on the floor he'd be like right so you want an establishing shot and uh, it never has anything been so serious between us but it was hilarious and it was three hours I'd say well spent 
Did, was there time. a behind the scenes video? Because I would like to see. Oh, that. The, there are a behind the scenes video. <laughs> one of the shots is of me because I can fake. I can fake cry quite easily. Um, one of them's just me streaming tears, but in the background you can hear my boyfriend go, "Good, yes, that's a great shot." <laughs> so really, <laughs> it looks so creepy. <laughs> Now, I'm just crying with a light in front of me um, whilst he tells me that it's a great shot. What did you um, What did you film it on? Is what is um, it on what platform? What did you film it on? I need more I details. I filmed it on like... filmed it on my um, my iPhone, which currently actually is broken. But I was going to do it on the DSLR, but I just thought oh, I can't be asked to to edit in Premiere Pro. Just just whack it on a bit of iMovie plus it was only a bit of a laugh I don't really know what I'll do with it I uh, haven't fully edited it yet because the final shot spoiler alert is actually going to be me healing down Healy Road <laughs> and it's so funny because it's the most serious thing I've taken like I've, I, I took this as in creatively I storyboarded it storyboarded it I with anything else creative idea I mean don't get me wrong I put in the groundwork but right. tend to just just take it a little bit more lightheartedly, but when it comes to Healy's, have only you, the best. Have you still got any? Um, have you still got any uni work to do? Healy, you, you, university oh, uni. work. <laughs> I thought you said Healy work. <laughs> Sorry, Healy's on my mind. Uni work. Yeah, no, I've got my twelve thousand word dissertation. <laughs> so, so you, uh... <laughs> you spent a whole day. I'm oh, not. No, do you know what? You need day. a break, don't you? You need a break, and this is quite a good creative outlet. Yeah, and I hadn't, I hadn't touched the hoodies for a month, so really, I made up all of that time in the three hours utilised last night. I, um, the actual absolute prime word in that sentence is utilise. Yeah, it really is, and it was a cracking time. The thing is, is you just gotta keep light-hearted in these, uh, in these times. But then again, also, the more I do my diss now the more I can healy later. Okay, that was... Do you know what? I think it went well for the first Over the Interweb recording. Um, I hope um, everyone enjoyed it. I, I loved it, and also this saves me so much money. I used to travel down to record these. You say you used to. You travelled down once, right? But... Yeah, I, I, the once, but was that £14 out of my pocket? Okay. Yes, it was. Yeah, Very true. Um, if you if you like it, do you know what? Give it a rate. We, we'll read out some of the funniest ones if you put down um, if you put a good review on. Oh, please do. And also, um, if, if if you want to send in an embarrassing tale or anything, if you being unprofessional, we also would love to hear that. We are. Do you know what? We're all ears. We're the um, mm-hmm. we're the spokesperson of the nation. We're like Question Time, and we are both Fiona Bruce. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was great, and also feel free to share it as well. Oh yeah, share it. We've uh, we've now got a new um, platform. We've got a Facebook, but now Rachel made an Instagram for us. That's right. It is at Baker underscore and underscore Brooks. Um, and also, me and Rach actually have just realised that. Um, quite a lot of johns like this podcast yeah three of them love it so we just thought you know justin bieber's got his believers um i don't know what else to compare it to but we've got um, directioners oh direct they've got mm-hmm. um, one direction got directioners our listeners are now called johns 
yeah, Johns. If, you, if you're a John and you like it, can you get in touch? Because currently we have a Johnny, spelled with a Y at the end, a Johnny with I-E, and then just a John. So, I think that that's a good listener group name. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fan base we've got. And also, big shout out to the Johns. They were so supportive of the podcast. Thank you, Johns. Huge, huge shout out. Um... And also, you know, if we ever do any Instagram lives, no, or Instagram stories, we can be like, hi guys, it's uh, it's Baker and Brooks here. Hi Johns, how's it going? <laughs> um, if you want to be cu- become part of the John family, like, um, like and subscribe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's got I a think good it's great. It. Hashtag Johns. Hashtag Johns. Um, it's been a pleasure, Rach. I can't wait oh. to give you a big fat hug. Oh, thank you. I thought you were going to say slap then. <laughs> I can't wait to do the same to you, mate. And also, and Rach, it's been lovely. you haven't mm-hmm. talked about farting in this episode, so I'm going to be very all, happy. Not at all. I, I took on the two pieces of uh, feedback where they said less of the farting. I that, did, however, burp at the beginning, but I think that might be edited down. <laughs> that feedback did come from my mother, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I'm so embarrassed. All right. Well, see you later, Rach. See you later, mate. Enjoy, stay safe, and have a lovely week. Gelato. See ya. Speak to you next week. Bye.